the G220 Effect. I am Steve. And I'm Denai. And we're back, back, back in the booth, giving you God's truth. When the truth hits your door and it hits your window, will you open it? Will you close it? But will you get that truth? If you leave it closed, you ain't getting that truth. If you leave it open, that truth going to flow right in. Amen. And it's going to change your life. That is what the truth does. When we stay in lies, nothing changes. But when we continue to be in truth, things will change. And that's why Jesus said that seek after the truth. Know the truth. Live in the truth. And you will see how it would change your life. Yeah, yeah. So we here once again, back, like I always say in the booth, with this topic that's before you, we are currently and always led by the Spirit. Yes, that is so true. Because now the Bible tells us that we're a new creation. We're a new creature itself. Because why? We've been born again. And what does that mean? That when we become born again, our spirit becomes fully awakened and alive. And so we are now operating in the spirit so that we can truly see what our genetic makeup is all about in Christ Jesus. And yeah, when we operate in the spirit, we began to find ourselves and began to develop our identity. And so when we develop the identity, it's based off the Holy Spirit and it's based off Christ. And you know what? That identity is not just any identity. It's actually our true identity. Yeah. Because we know that we have other identities. I mean, they tell us our gender when we're born. They tell us, you know, our last name and our first name when we're born. All this stuff which identifies us. But when we come, become born again and we are now in Christ, we now have our true identity. It's not based on what last name and generation I came from. It's not based on... Uh, uh, what my gender is. It's not based on any of those things, but it's just purely based on the spirit in me. That's my genetic makeup. So that is wonderful because once we know who we are, it is so easy for us to, to understand life, to understand where we're going, to understand what God, what his purpose for us is. And we're not shaking and we're not going to be moved because we just did a podcast last time talking about, are you fully persuaded? Guess what? When I know who I am and I know my identity, I am fully persuaded. I'm not shaking. I'm not moved because I know who I am. Yeah. And can't nobody tell me different because who I am, whose I am, where I'm going to be, where I'm going to go is based on the Lord himself. Amen. And so we're here once again, ready to grab you, you know, ready to, ready to hit you where you need it, ready to tell you or show you where you need to go. And so when we being led, we know who to turn to. And that is the third part of the triune God, or we may say the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But that third part is the Holy Spirit. 
So you've been talking about this for just a little while now, talking about the fruits of the spirit. And it's actually interesting because uh, the other day, Steve, I, I, I told Steve, I said, look, it seems like somebody else is talking about the fruits of the spirit. Somebody else who uh, is a minister of the gospel. And and he was like, yeah, it's, isn't it awesome that when, when we uh, are in tune in the spirit, we see the same thing being shared. And I think this is an awesome topic because this is the time like no other time time to be really led by the spirit yeah, of course we yeah, we know yeah. we should be as the moment that we get born again the spirit should now be leading us in everything that we do but right now more than ever so that we are not deceived we we did a podcast called beware of deception we need to operate in the spirit because why he shows us the mysteries he teaches us the things that we don't see that are plain in sight to the spirit because he sees all things he knows all things you know so so it's so important that we walk in the yeah, spirit yeah, and we've been talking definitely. about this and hopefully we just continue sharing and that you are uh, uh, just getting more time in the word to allow the Holy Spirit to give you more revelation, more insight on what it is to walk in the spirit and to produce the fruits of the spirit in your life. And you know, when you walk in the spirit, it don't mean that you close your eyes and you say, hold my hand, Lord, guide me to where I'm supposed to be. No. No, because if you close your eyes and you walk and you know doors are open, you might walk right into a door. But what we're saying is when you walk in the spirit, you began to walk in a straight line, straight course. You're listening and you're hearing from God and God is telling you which way to go, how to go. And you actually have this relationship where you're able to hear. You're able to hear God say, hey, my son, hey, my daughter, hey, my child, this is where I'm sending you. This is where I need you to go. Yeah, sometimes it's hard because, you know, sometimes we don't want to go. We want to stay exactly where we are. We want to be complacent. We want to just be there and feel the comfort of knowing I'm there. But when God says move, now here's the place where the spirit is telling us it's time to go. It's time to move. It's time to step in destiny. It's time to walk in purpose. It's time to step in plan. It's time to move. Amen. Yes. And it is so important. And I think um, we're just going to dive right into scripture because this is just uh, exciting and we don't want to be uh, short on time and sharing this because it's it's really, really good. So I'm just going to jump into scripture. And I just realized something that this scripture is in two places and I, I never uh, really paid attention to that, but that's awesome. So we're going to read Jeremiah 17 verses seven through eight. So if you got your Bible, you know, we always tell you to get that Bible out, open it up let's get used to getting in the word let's make the word our friend and be studiers is that a word <laughs> studiers Students. you sound like me <laughs> studiers you know how i say it's words it ain't words and i just make up stuff and be like we walk us <laughs> no, let us be students of the word. That's what I wanted to say, not Man. studies. Maybe studies is a word. I really need to get brush up on my English skills. But Man, anyway, you've been around Jer me too long. That's <laughs> Jeremiah <it is>. <laughs> 17 verses 7 through 8 says, Blessed is he who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. He will be like a tree planted Ooh. by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. It's leaves are always green Ooh, what type of tree is that when the leaves is always green no matter what oh man you know when a tree began to die them leaves began to be brown and then they sometimes don't even bear leaves so yeah so that's a good looking tree right there 
I know. And it, it, you know what? I, I wonder what uh, version that was that you were using. Ah, KJV, you know what I mean. Yeah, I can, I I can only do the KJV, man. <laughs> Come on now. No, because I'm reading the KJV and it's saying that for he shall be as a tree planted planted by the waters and that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh but her leaf shall be green Ooh. and he and shall not be careful in the year of drought neither shall cease from yielding fruit Ooh, this must be the new key jv <laughs> i done did something different y'all <laughs> man I, i'm on a learning curve now y'all i done i done stepped up my game <laughs> But I mean, Steve is really big on his KJV, so I had to like point that out because that's funny uh, that he, he must have found a uh, copy that one man. from a, from a different version. I wish <laughs> I wish y'all could see my face, man, because I'm looking salty. <laughs> yes, especially the part that it actually talks about yielding fruit, because this is what we're saying that in verse eight it talks at the end it says the that you'll be yielding fruit in the KJV. But Psalm one three also says, and he shall be like a tree plant by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season his leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper Ooh, and you know that is awesome but because when you read these scriptures it's got two main main thing main themes in it and it's being planted like a tree and you know it's funny because when you when you talk about how a tree is planted and you know and how it grows and how it flourishes we we the steps of it and how it gets old and then it gets decrepit and all that different type of stuff but at this point we're talking about being planted like a tree so here's god He's he's using his men, you know, all through the word where he's using them as oracles of God and they're speaking and they're talking. But in the here that at this present time, he's saying, be planted like a tree, be just stay still like that tree. You see, you know, we know when we look at trees, they don't look like they're moving. But when the wind hit it, the leaves began to shake and the branches began to shake. But when you look at that tree, that tree is planted. So he's saying, just be still. Be still just like that tree, you know, be still like that tree. And, you know, when you still like that tree, you know, there's nothing that's going to stop you because guess what? That tree is 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 is, is in deep with is deeply rooted in the ground. And so when God saying being planted like a tree, that means you deeply rooted in whatever you in. And so when reading that, you know, you you the first verse, Jeremiah, when you read that, you get to the point where it says it said be planted like the tree of the rivers of waters. And that sends out its roots by the steam and it does not fear when he comes, its leaves also, its leaves are always green. And so, yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's something to see when a tree that, that is flourishing and the leaves are always green or it's always yielding fruit or it's always just, just growing. It's always alive. So God is telling us to be planted and wherever we planted at, just be there and be look alive, you know, look good, you know, where you at, man. And so, and so just going a little farther, when you go into the next verse, this is the meat right here, y'all though. He said, and ye shall be planted like a tree by the rivers of waters that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. 
And so, so here we are, right? We're this tree planted. And he's saying, bring forth fruit in this season, meaning that it's not now, it's not time for the fruit, for the season of fruit to be yielded. And so he's saying in its season, when that time comes, you will know, you will see it. And so I believe it's a foreknowledge we're looking at right now with, with foreknowledge. I mean, it's, it's, it's prophetic. He's speaking right now that the season is not now for the fruit to be yielded or the fruit to be ripened for the taking. And so when you get to the next part of the verse. It said, his leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. It's amazing that so far we're seeing Jeremiah speaking this, and then we're seeing David speaking the same thing, right? And it's it's just so awesome that when we go into the Old Testament, it's usually telling us what's to come and preparing yeah, us yeah, for what's yeah, to come. Yeah. Just like when Jesus came on the main scene, you know, he was preparing us for what was to come yes, yes, he when was. he left because that was his ministry while he was here. So here we have Jeremiah and David prophesying the same thing. Hey, you need to be planted because there's going to be, be a season that's coming where you are going to, to to start to bear fruit and you're going to yield fruit that just is is amazing so so stay planted stay planted yeah and yeah and, and it's awesome to know that when you begin to start yielding that the fruit will be ripe and ready for the taking but he said this though and i just want to say this in in that in that psalms one and three he said his leaf also shall not wither he's his leaf and so He's talking about someone in particular, and I believe it's a prophetic verse when he's talking about someone particular. He said, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. And so when I believe he's speaking of that, he's speaking about a forecoming, a forecoming person that's coming down the pipe. And we know who came down the pipe, who was prophesied by Isaiah, who Jeremiah, by David, by all these different prophets. It was Jesus Christ who, who was prophesied. And so here it is. You're going to be able to bring forth fruit in your season. Your season is not now, but I just want you to stay planted. I just want you to stay right there. So my old covenant learning is that God always wanted us to wait. He always wanted us to be patient. He always wanted to wait on him and wait until he said to do. But, you know, when you look at the Old Testament, the men that God used, Abraham, he used Abraham, he used, he used David, he used, uh, he used Moses, he used these men and these men that were men that he used in, in, in great fashion. But the one fatal thing that they had against them were that they were not patient enough to receive the promise. And so with, with Abraham, Abraham couldn't wait for the child or the seed. And with Moses, Moses could see the promised land from afar, but he couldn't get into the promised land. And with David, David, you know, he, the Bible say in his later days that he was a man after God's heart. But before he got there, David was a murderer. He was an adulteress. He was all these different things. And so here is God telling us to be planted like a tree. Be patient. Okay, your fruit will come, but now is not the time. And so we move a little farther and we go, we go down and then we get to the New Testament. And so the New Testament brought forth the new covenant. And so when the new covenant came, now we need something new. So what's going to be new? What's going to change? Is the law going to stay the same or we're going to change? 
So here it is in John 15. I am the true vine. We're starting from verse one. And my father is the husbandman. Every so a husbandman is one who tends to a garden or tends to 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 something, right? That's that's uh, uh, of nature. <laughs> every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And yeah. every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. Nor more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. Wow. So this is Jesus now telling us, I'm the one that you need to be, you were waiting for. So you could stay planted so that when I come, now I can help you to produce fruit because I'm the vine. Mm. I'm the vine. And then you are the branches. Now you're going to be able to produce that fruit that I talked about and much of it, because guess what? My father, when you produce the fruit, he will, he'll purge you. Meaning every tree has to be tended to those that are, have gardens or, or know this, you know, you have to trim it. You have to take care of it, take all the old branches off, clean it up so that the new branches will come up and they'll produce new fruit. So he's constantly making sure that he's that, a uh, 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 husband, man, of, of of our uh, 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 our tree and he's taking care of us and making sure that we do produce the fruit that he wants us to produce. Yes. Yeah. So I don't think David didn't get to see that fruit. <laughs> no, David didn't get to see it. Jeremiah no did Moses. didn't get to see that fruit. Yeah. But guess what? We are so blessed that we get to see that fruit. The fruit we talked about in Galatians 5.22. That's the fruit we're talking about. Faith to have uh, patience, meekness, uh, uh, goodness, all these things being produced in us. Love, yeah, joy, yeah, yeah. peace. I mean, just that it's all in us and we're just producing producing this fruit it just it's innate in us it comes out of us as we stay abiding in him it comes off and people can look at our tree and say wow taste our fruit and say woo taste and see that the lord is good and so what it'd be safe to say that the 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 old covenant was to be planted like a tree and just wait on god yes wait on god to tell you to move and how to move and where to go and so now with the new covenant now Jesus is solely leaving up to you to follow the spirit and to walk and do exactly what the spirit said do. And and this is So it's what, very similar. Right. And this is and this is the part that I just wanted to ask you Steve like do we have some brothers and sisters out there that are still just planted getting impatient? Yeah. Planted. Yeah. <laughs> Not producing any fruit, but so, planted. <laughs> so you know when you when you when you when you planted and you not being patient, you began to strive. You began to do your own work. You began to do your own thing. You began to to move in ways that you say God is moving you, but then it looks like it's just you. Because guess what? Failure happens and then you start to say, Oh God, why? Felt my next step to success is failure. And that's not what God is, because God is not a failing God no is he a, a a fallen savior but he is a risen savior so and you know what John 15 verse 2 it says it right here every branch in me that beareth not fruit so that doesn't bear fruit he taketh away 
Yeah. So here you are not producing fruit. You're planted. I trust God. I trust God. Oh God, you're sovereign and you're wonderful. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> and he's like, but I gave you fruit of faith. Believe, believe in me, believe the things I've said, produce that fruit of faith and see things move in your life and see things work. Go in an environment and begin to proclaim it through faith that this is, this is what the Lord has spoken. And I believe his word and I'm standing on his word. I'm not just planted and just waiting, but I am now producing the fruit that he said I would be able to produce. And that's what the new covenant looked like. The new covenant looks like now the stuff that was written on the tablets. Now it's written on my heart because it's written on my heart. It's already there inputted in me. And I don't have to worry about looking at the paper and saying, oh, if I'm marking my checks, am I checking my marks? Am I doing all these things right? Am I doing all these things wrong? Oh, my God, Lord, you know, you're so hard on me. We don't have to worry about all those things because guess what? The spirit is leading us and guiding us and he's given us grace and we know that it's sufficient and we know that everything that comes behind it it is with us and so the spirit causes us to walk walk a certain way and that's in the spirit you know and walking in the spirit means what that yes I have fruit to bear, you know, because I'm a branch of the vine and I'm a branch from the tree. So guess what? That branch has to do something. It has to grow some leaves. And, and, and unfortunately, the leaves don't bring forth anything, but they die and fall off. But when fruit is bearing from that tree, guess what happens with that fruit? Man. Yeah, that is so awesome. Even just talking about patience. I mean, you, uh, Steve said something earlier that was just so awesome. He said, thank God for the new covenant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no longer just a tree that's planted waiting Man. on something just to pop up from nowhere, but I now have it in me. Yeah, because if I'm sitting there just waiting for something to pop up, guess what happens before it pops up? Oh, man, I should. You start to think uh, I can make this happen. I can make this thing go, you know, and you start to become impatient. Like, wow, wow, let me do something. Let me do something. You become a doer and not a hearer, you know. And so you start to do, do, do. And God is like, uh-uh, uh-uh, slow down now. I didn't say move, you know. <laughs> and so guess what happens when you don't have the fullness, you know, and what what they were missing in the old covenant is the fullness that came with the Holy Spirit, meaning that 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 thing that told you to go, that that commission, that great commission that said go, they didn't have that. What they had was God inputting and saying and speaking through burning bushes and doing all these different things <laughs> and to, to the get their bush. attention, you know, and you know, doing you know uh, wondrous works just so they can know He was He. But here it is. Is, but when the Holy Spirit came and said, yeah, you become a witness of me. Now you know me. Now you have it's like a second nature that I'm here with you in all these different things. Because guess what? When you know when you're walking in the new covenant, you know that all these things came with it. The Holy Spirit came with it. Salvation came with it. All that was part of the package. And when that package was fulfilled, you opened it up. And guess what? You became a branch. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Producing all kinds of good fruit. Yeah. In yeah. Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. And yeah. we always want to send the 
this reminder always that these fruits of the spirit are in you. If you are born again and your spirit, man, is fully alive, guess what? These fruits are in you. You have self-control. You have patience. You you have meekness. You have joy. You have peace. You have faith. You have all these things. They're already in you. Like Steve said, they're second nature to you. And this is why it's so interesting that Jesus says the words that he uses in John 15, he says, abide in me. What's to abide, to stay close in me, to remain close to me, remain in all you got to do is just remain in me. Guess what? Because you're remaining in me. You're going to always be walking in truth and in the spirit, (laughs) right? And you're always going to be producing good fruit. But when you abide somewhere else, you decide, oh, I'm just going to take a left real quick. You know, the spirit didn't tell me to, but I'm just going to take a a left real quick. Uh, Guess what? You're not going to be producing any fruit. I'm going to abide in that KFC, you know. I'm going to get that chicken, man. I'm going to abide in that chicken. Guess what? When you get that chicken, it ain't going to do nothing but make you fat. So, (laughs) I mean, you can go ahead and abide in that chicken, but, I mean, it ain't going to do nothing good because once you eat it, it's done. But if you're abiding in the fruits of the spirit, it's everlasting. It's eternal. And it's it's not an actual food, but it's actual fruit that produce out of you it comes from out of you it protrudes out and so i always think that that when we when we talk about the fruits of the spirit sometimes that we always forget this one fruit goodness because it's like can you explain that goodness you know the only thing i can explain it was god goodness lead men to repentance but what is our goodness because god said our goodness is our you know our righteousness is like filthy rags but that's not goodness he's at our righteousness so when we think we're right and then we think we overly right and then that leads us to you know you know that's the filthy rag part because it, it ain't nothing you know but what is goodness you know the, the the fruit of goodness man what is it protrude what does it show to me, it just sounds like I know it's very linked to to like kindness. If I if I think of goodness, it just means that I am. I think, like you said, especially in the terms of of salvation and bringing people to repentance. And and by repentance, it's not always just salvation, but it's we we've talked about this before in our previous podcast. It's just changing your mind. What makes somebody look at something differently because you show them the heart of God, right? So that goodness that I'm expressing. Guess what? When the world says that, oh, look out for yourself, you know, you, 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 you gotta, you gotta take care of yourself. Self-care day. It's wonderful. Don't get me wrong. It's good to care for yourself because even the Bible reminds us to love ourselves and love our neighbor. So that's a good thing. But when we now get to a place where we're so selfish, we can't produce that goodness. Why? Because it's just all about how I feel, but I can't, put myself aside so I can be good to somebody else. So I can show somebody something different that will make them repent, that will make them turn around and change their minds. So goodness is something that just protrudes out. It's something that just happens. It's something when you have the goodness, when you know the goodness of the Lord, it just comes out (laughs) in the name of Jesus. No, I'm just messing. (laughs) But when you know goodness, when you know who is good, when you know where it comes from, it just protrudes out. It just comes out. It's one of those fruits that when you know truth, when you know truth and you you know what a lie is and you can tell which one is which and when you can find out from just knowing what you know 
it's going to come out. That goodness is going to come out, you know, and it, it starts with that. I believe that scripture, God's goodness lead men to repentance. It's God's goodness. So what's God's goodness to us? God's grace is like he, he gave us this thing called grace and said, OK, I know you're not worthy of it. I know that you you shouldn't have it. But here it is. I'm going to give it because guess what? I love you. And it's not one of those, oh, you deserve this, so you should have it. You deserve all the happiness in your life, so so you should have this. No, no, no. It's, it's because we, we didn't deserve it at all. <laughs> Only because Christ is our righteous one that we can stand in. That's why yeah. we can receive this goodness, yeah. this favor, all these good things that are on our lives. So, so that that is why it's so important for us to be led in the spirit and to abide in Christ so that when these, cause sometimes we don't even know when these fruits are, are operating in our lives, especially, you know, self-control. I mean, that's a, that's a big one. We live in a, in a world where we're constantly consuming, constantly bombarded by ads and all these things you need it. You must have it. You, 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 you know, we have social media telling you the standard of what a relationship looks like, a standard of what finances look like. And, and it's all this pressure. But when you have self-control you now know that no 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 this is this is my limit this is where i'm going this is the plan of god over my life so this will not align with the plan of god on my <laughs> right, life right, right. so yeah just because i want that 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 uh expensive cadillac right now you know does it really align to where god is taking me did, did right. the spirit right, tell right, right, me right. that i need that then i can exercise self-control you know patience is another one that right, that, right. that that we 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 really want to come back and talk about patience because patience is so important. Why is it that we talked about the old covenant and, and Steve was saying these men didn't get to see what was promised because why they became impatient because it's, it's not fun to just be planted and nothing's happening. Yeah. You know, God <laughs> say be planted and be still, you know, you know, the scriptures say be still and know that I am God, you know? And so if God is telling you be still, you're like, okay, how long I got to wait? You know, you want me to be still? I'm going to be still, but how long? You know, you want to know time. You want to know a place. You want to know location. You want to know all these different <laughs> things like where, how, you know. Come on, Lord. Hey, hey, just pop this and just pop something so I can see it. You know, but you just want to do all those things. So the, the, the important part is that, you know, in that, in that old covenant, God had me and he used, he just told him to wait. That beach planted like a tree, you know, by the rivers of water. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. And he said it in this in the new season, guess what's gonna happen? It's gonna come a season when I, something's gonna happen, you know? And you might not even see the season. I, I'm I'm just thinking about this just now. Like imagine that you might not even see the fulfillment or the fullness of what maybe uh you you heard from God or God spoke to you. You might not see it with your natural eyes in this in on this earth now, but guess what? God is still gonna fulfill his word, is still his word is still gonna be done. Whatever he spoke he's still going to bring to completion just like Jesus knew that there was something that was coming that was going to be greater but his time on earth ended at a certain point he didn't get to see the whole fullness of the multiplication of the disciples even greater to the uttermost parts of the earth he didn't get to see that but that was something that was prophesied and he knew it was coming so you might not see it but if you're patient 
you'll be able to really have the, in your spirit the ability to wait on God so yeah. you can really get the reward of those things that God has spoken. Yeah. And so what does it look like with a tree that, that's planted? But what does it look like when a tree is planted and it's planted and you begin to bear fruit? That's an awesome look. And so with that, we just want to say this in prayer. Just believe God and know that God wants you to be still. But in your stillness, wait. And in your waiting, know. And in your knowing, guess what? The Holy Spirit is going to bring forth fruit. And when you began to see that fruit and operate in that fruit, guess what happened? You began to grow. Amen. And this has been the G220 Effect. And we're Ghosts. Ghosts.